Welcome to Hack to Start, a podcast focused on interesting people and the innovative ways they achieve success. I'm Franco Variano. And I'm Tyler Copeland. Each week we speak with a new guest about how they created, hacked, and hustled their way to the top and distill their insights and experiences for you. The path to success isn't always linear. Hack, start, and repeat. This episode is brought to you by Breather. Find beautiful, practical spaces that you can reserve on the go. Ghost, a simple, powerful publishing platform that allows you to share your story with the world. And SoundCloud. Hear the world sounds. You're listening to episode 26 of Hack to Start. This is a special year-end recap episode. Tyler and I wanted to briefly introduce ourselves after some folks mentioned that they wanted to know more about us as hosts, why we decided to start Hack to Start, and you know what we're going to try to do with it in the future. So let's get into it. Hey Tyler, what's going on? How much, man? Just uh, at my girlfriend's parents' house, tuning in on um, on my laptop, which is actually right now on top of an ironing board. So, you know, that's what happens when you're not living in the city anymore and make do with what you got. Yeah, for sure. Makeshift stand-up desk, my friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, how was your Christmas break? What'd you do? Oh, it was pretty good. I uh, just went down around London, Ontario, spent some time with uh, with the family and you know, it was a green Christmas, but still pretty good. Awesome, man. So let's get into this. So, um, yeah, so we're both from uh, Ottawa, Ontario. Franco and I, we met uh, while working together at Mercury Grove, which is an, uh, a company located in Ottawa that's focused on, you know, created startups. Some of them are, you know, Network Hippo, Web Collaboration, Startup Plays, and Gods.co. And, uh, yeah, we also created uh, a startup incubator through Mercury Grove, and um, I'm a product designer. I've uh, helped a, a lot of startups get their concepts from idea into production, and I have recently moved to Toronto to take a, a new um, opportunity as a product designer for a small studio called Tailored UX, and they help uh, startups in the education and healthcare space bring their ideas um, to life. Uh, we've worked on some really cool projects from mobile apps to enterprise apps and it's going to be fun. I'm really looking forward to uh, being in Toronto full time. I've been working remotely the last six months and going in into Toronto um, you know, every month for about a week but being settled in there and just uh, being immersed in the, the community and culture is going to be really good. I can't wait. What do you have in store, Franco, for 2015? Yeah, so I'm a I'm a marketing and growth guy, really into startups. Um, also run uh, Startup Grind here in Ottawa, do a bunch of startup stuff, and then of course you know we got the uh, the Hack to Start podcast, which is is kind of like an extension of of some of the cool stuff that, uh, that you know that we do with the community and and with other entrepreneurs, where we get to you know bring on really smart people and and speak to them, learn about their experiences and some of the challenges that they overcame. And, uh, you know, one of the main goals of why we really started Hack to Start was to speak with more of these, you know, really interesting people and, and entrepreneurs, um, you know, whether they're in the tech scene or not. Um, and, you know, just these people who are outliers and figure out, you know, how did they overcome a certain problem? What drove them to, you know, work on their on their passion, uh, on their special project? How did they turn it into a business? How do they innovate, create and, and, and really grow? So, um, you know, it's been it's been awesome to be able to work on this, you know, this project together, Tyler, you know, we, I know we've been wanting to do stuff for a while. And 
I think, you know, this just really brought together our skill sets in terms of, you know, your design and, mm-hmm. um, you know, vision for the site and, and how some of the look and feel and how we approach things. And I mean, uh, it, it's just, you know, something that, that, that we're always evolving and, and thinking about and trying to get better at. And so I think it's really cool that, you know, we're actually hacking hack to start. <laughs> Yeah, I know completely. And I and I remember when we were, you know, coming up with uh, the the names for it, we were messaging each other over Slack. And, you know, we, we were coming up with different names, but nothing really stuck. So we, we, we dove into what domains we had currently purchased at the time. And, you know, that's where we found that one domain you had that wasn't being used called Hack to Start. So yeah, I think it just made so much sense just to grab the name and like you said, like we essentially really just hacked this podcast together and you know, that's how we started it. Yeah. And our, like, well, the idea for the podcast had been floating around and stuff like that, but you yeah. know, neither one of us had any real experience with podcasting and figured it should just be a cool thing we do to, to try low key, casual, just something fun. No crazy Hollywood production budgets. That's for sure. <laughs> Not no, yet. Anyway, just, who knows? Maybe in the just future. two mics, Skype and call recorder. I mean, it's been the tool of our choice and it's been amazing to, you know, use it. So like you mentioned, like we never really done podcasting before so we really didn't know what we're we're doing but um it's been such a cool experience but um being able to just you know meet new people take the recordings um both you and i have done a bit of editing in the past but we've never done it in the sense of a full-on recording so it was really cool um and you know just building the site and having fun with uh, iTunes and how amazing it is to use their platform. You'd think 10 years in, they'd, they'd have made it a little bit more seamless. It took us probably about one to two weeks just to get, you know, everything up on on iTunes approved. Then the artwork wasn't working and we had to redo the artwork to get that right and figure out what folder to put it in. And uh, yeah, if anyone from Apple's listening, your, your support docs are out of date, guys. You need to update that. <laughs> yeah, so that's what made us, you know, going through the process and being really... Um, you know, not happy with putting our stuff on iTunes. That's where we decided to go with SoundCloud. And, um, you know, with SoundCloud, we're able to embed our, our audio clips right into our website. You know, people are able to listen to them right away, share them with friends with, you know, a matter of a click, and even leave comments within the audio clip. So, you know, if you're a listener and you want to leave us a comment or leave the guest a comment, just, you know, go into the embed and feel free to leave something. You know, we'll be there um, engaging with you guys through conversations. Yeah, and I think that's something that we want to try playing around with a little bit more in the new year, too. Uh, But I guess, like, before we get to what we want to do in, in 2015, uh, now that we've talked a little bit about who we are and why we started it, uh, you know, Tyler, what what do you think were some of the most inspiring episodes? Like, what did you get out of what we managed to accomplish in 25 episodes from October to December um, this this past year? I mean, I thought um, there wasn't really one episode that stood out entirely. I thought all of them were really inspiring. Um, you know, being able to reach out to people like John O'Nolan, Steve Bushing, David Spinks and, and, you know, getting a response almost right away from them was an amazing feeling. Um, there has yet to be one episode where I have, you know, I've not been inspired. It, it, it doesn't matter who the people are. Everyone has a story about how they got to where they are today. And it's these stories that I find the most fascinating. So with having done some traveling myself, um, I was really inspired when we had the chance to talk to um, people like James and Thomas who are currently traveling while working. We got to know how amaz- how some amazing insights on how they were able to manage their life and work while being surrounded by so many amazing things and places to see. Something that stood out the most while talking to James was 
how he was able to simplify his life by owning things that could fit in a bag, you know, a couple of t-shirts, pants, laptop, a camera, etc. Leo from Buffer um, also wrote an article recently where he talked about how the last three years of his life, he was following the same process. You know, whatever I could fit in a bag, this is essentially all I own. Um, so, and, you know, gathering information from both James and Leo, um, they mentioned that they were able to simplify their life by, you know, mass amount and also um, you know have more time for to do things that they're really passionate about. Um, also being a designer I really enjoyed having other designers on the show it's inspiring to listen to stories and how you know how they got to where they are today and just the general processes that they follow while building products. So far on the show we've had Raphael, Kat and Dominic who, in my opinion, are doing such amazing things in the design scene. Raphael, you know, he co-founded uh, Sketchcast. Kat um, is a co-founder of Libero, and Dominic was creating some, has been creating some amazing handmade goods um, at End Product. Having them all on the show, they mentioned several times throughout that side projects are very important, and it's the reason where why they are where they they are today. Um, and by doing so, it allows individuals to try new things, further their skills. You know, in some cases, actually take their side project and building a full-on company with it. So, with that being said, like Franco, what what were some of the episodes that stood out, or conversations that we, you know, we had with others um, that stood out for you? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I'd have to agree with you that you know they're all super inspiring, and each guest brings something new and unique to the table, which is something that you know we purposely designed. Uh, you know, when we when we decided who we wanted to reach out to. And I think that's something we want to be a little bit more transparent about, especially in 2015, is is really highlighting why we're looking at to certain people and what we're looking to speak with them about and, and you know, really, really pull from their experience, make that a little bit more obvious. Um, but I feel like it's it stood out a bit. Um, I mean, I've been absolutely astounded by the willingness of, of other people to kind of jump in and give us some time and help us build this thing and uh, and share their insight with others. You know, for example... John from Ghost basically sent him an email, really didn't think he was going to even see it and respond back. And, you know, within a couple of hours, he had even responded back and, and we had something, you know, set up for a few days later, which which was awesome. Um, you know, another guest, Steve Beauchene from uh, Bose Brewery, super energetic guy, always fills me with like hope and, and I don't know, <laughs> vision, I guess, when he shares his story about how they built one of the first, you know, breweries out there in Eastern Ontario, you know, um, and and he's got so many core values that bleed right through into their brand, into their brand. It's really, you know, you can tell that Bose is an extension of, you know, the family values and, and what father and son really started together. And even, you know, other family members like his mom doing the books and, and stuff like that. It's just it's just huge to see their impact on the community uh, and, you know, this little area of the world and how they're, you know, even touching base with breweries across the world through different programs. Just feels like, a, you know, he's a super genuine guy and it's really Makes me happy to be a you know an enthusiast of his product and, and his great beer, which I do a lot of sampling of. So, uh, you know, I think we both do that. <laughs> it's awesome. Um, and you know, speaking with somebody like you know Sofia Quintero from uh, from Gecko Board, you know, really opened my eyes as to how anyone can start you know a business anywhere and and just move around. I mean, she was from Venezuela, but ended up in the UK. Um, super super inspiring to see you know people who are willing to step up and go do that. And I mean, I could go on. I think everyone really touched me at least and had a, a an impact on the way I think about startups and I think about building products uh you know from now and and it's not something that I was actually expecting to have happen um in 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 such a in such a deep way I mean I was expecting to learn from people but it actually really changed at a, at a very deep level some of the things I, I think about and and some of the things that we want to do 
you know, moving forward, it's it's pretty awesome. So I couldn't agree more. Um, so moving forward, so what what's some of the most memorable stories that that you thought we had throughout the hack to start? <laughs> I think it's probably uh, for me anyway, at least Ali from. Uh, from Van Hawks when, you know, the story that he was never supposed to tell anyone <laughs> that we've now told twice on the podcast, once him and now me mentioning it, but basically him bringing a prototype of their first bike, the Valor, through security. And I mean, it's, you know, at the way Ali describes it is just a mess of circuit boards and, you know, prototyped <laughs> frames, you know, crammed into a suitcase that he's trying to take down to San Francisco for an interview with TechCrunch just a few days before you know, the demo day of the of the Founder Fuel Accelerator in Montreal that they were going through and, and days before they launched their, their Kickstarter campaign, which to date is still the biggest Kickstarter in Canada. So um, you definitely have to go listen to that episode, episode four or, or three. Actually, no, I think it's four. Um, and just listen to Ali, you know, talk about that. He doesn't like to talk about it too much because uh, he says it's a super stressful day, but he was nice enough to share the story with us, relive that pain once more. Um, and it just goes, you know, to speak to the commitment that entrepreneurs have and some of the hiccups that come along and how, you know, your actual life, you know, the thing that you've been working on is in jeopardy if you don't somehow manage to convince someone to let you through. In that case, you know, the, the security guard and it's, it's just crazy. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, uh, <laughs> I still laugh every time I think about that episode. So, you know, we also had Thomas Vendespreneur on their show, and I thought just his whole experience or his whole lifestyle, I should say, where he's, you know, backpacking around the world. And if I saw on Facebook, I think he might even be in the States right now. But just being able to run a company, travel the world, and, um, you know, do both at the same time is such an inspiring, um, memorable story. It's like, I couldn't. You know, I'm kind of jealous. I want to be Thomas. <laughs> I want to be able to backpack around the world and do amazing stuff. And then, you know, on top of Thomas's stories, there was, you know, Andrew Japers. It's just funny when he's mentioned that. It's like Andrew going to a country bar. You know, that's not his personality. It's hilarious to even think that he would even enter into a country bar. But on top of that, he saw he also saw a tweet um, that David Hauser needed a ride to the airport, and they were actually leaving a conference at the time. So. So Andrew reached out to him over Twitter, um, they connected, and they essentially drove David to the airport, and then Andrew pitched him the idea of man packs. And at the time, Andrew needed some sort of payment gateway, payment system for man packs, so that's how he got, in it. So that's how he got a beta invite to Chargeify, which I think is amazing. Um, amazing platform, and it, it made man packs where they are today. Absolutely. And besides, you know, some of the silliness, I think that there's also, you know, lots of valuable lessons learned. And some of the biggest ones that come to my mind are, like I said, you know, we mentioned before, Ali and, and Van Hawks is really, you know, having a, a really, a, you know, a really deep vision that you don't compromise for anyone wanting to create something complete, you know, uh, in their case, the hardware, the software, uh, and, and even the processing behind it, you know, Brandon from Breather, figuring out your core metric and, and designing a few features that just drive that metric and, and that, you know, more features doesn't necessarily equal more money. In fact, it's the opposite. I think that was pretty huge. Um, you know, speaking with Heather Payne from Ladies Learning Code and now Hacker U, that, you know, small is beautiful and, and sharing your ideas is, is the, the, you know, the full key to building things because you can actually leverage a community. I think that's that's really underrated, especially in, in you know, the, the tech scene where everything is, is designed and, you know, to scale. Otherwise, you, you know, you've kind of failed, which I think it's really, really nice to see that that's not necessarily, you know, true. Um, speaking with, you know, Josh Pigford from Bear Metrics, 
you know, charging for a valuable MVP from day one is the key to getting people, you know, used to and aware of the value that you're creating for them rather than just giving something away for free and hoping that they're going to pay you later, which, you know, rarely happens. Um, you know, speaking with Adrian Salamunovic from Workshop X, you know, the journalists are your peers and they want to be treated like such. That they're not just someone doing a job for you and that, you know, you guys have to work together because they need a story and you've got, you know, you need an audience and, and that if you treat them with respect and you have a good product and a good story that it just works out. Um, you know, really love always speaking with Greg Eisenberg from Montreal and, uh, and five by, you know, his, his drive to create a network, um, find out the good people in life who are, you know, would be there to stick out with you, you know, through thick and thin and, and why, you know, most people sell their companies if, if ever is, you know, he says there's only four reasons and most of them are just to do bigger and better things, which is, which is awesome. Um, you know, and I really enjoyed speaking with, with David Spinks, uh, right around Christmas time, right before Christmas, I guess, uh, you know, about creating community around things that people are already trying to do and that actually gives value to each person. Otherwise, you know, it just kind of falls apart. Even to go on to people like Kat Noon, who mentioned that side projects are the best way to achieve personal growth. Um, you know, having side projects, even for myself with Hack to Start, like I've grown so much over the last six months with communication and being able to, you know, communicate my ideas, my thoughts, and even in the workforce. Um, you know, we have even like Hannah, you know, where she mentioned like generating new revenue is a function of taking a step back and seeing where there are opportunities. Thomas from Despreneur, you know, he mentions that it's possible to travel the world and work on side projects that you are passionate about. Raphael, um, where a lot can come from designers having side projects that they're passionate about and a lot of people should dedicate more time to writing as it will help to explain the entire thought process. James Seymour Locke, where decluttering your life by getting rid of everything that you don't need um, really, you know, clears up your schedule, clears up your thought process, just clears, you know, get rid of clutter and allows you to spend more time on things that you're really passionate about or people you're passionate about. And um, Sofia Quintero, um, where she talks about why branding is a critical factor for any startup and how growth can be dangerous for the success of your company. Yeah, absolutely. I think those were all you know, really key lessons. And, and it's just like the tip of the iceberg and for, for, you know, everyone that we had on the show last year, and, and I think what's to come this year. So another thing that we do a lot is, is tend to ask people what their favorite apps are and what they're using and what they're reading. And I think it's really interesting to kind of go into, you know, what people are using and why they're using. Sure, there's trends, like I think 99% of all the guests are using Slack, like, mm -hmm. um, but then there's also interesting oddities that, that kind of stand out, you know, like David Spinks was the only guy who mentioned that he was playing a game, which was Clash of Clans, I think. And so <laughs> I think that's, I think that's super interesting. And so some people have actually asked us, you know, what do we use? So, so Tyler, why don't you kick it off? What are some of your favorite apps and, and tools and books? All right, like, I'll, I'll get started with, you know, iOS, iOS apps. Um, I love music. I use RDO and Hype Machine. They have both iOS apps and they run amazingly. Um, I use analytics to keep track of uh, my website and Hack to Start analytics. They, it's an amazing app. With one click, you can create like a graphical um, infographic of referrals, time on site, etc. If you don't have it already, it's a, it's a paid app, but I highly recommend it. Overcast listening to other podcasts within the within the industry. Um, I have Sketchmere uh, on my iPhone right now where every time I'm designing iOS apps for on my computer, I can easily just 
sync it to my iPhone to see if it looks good and how things are proportioned. Um, sunrise for my calendar. Um, we live by Sunrise at Tailored UX. Five by, I have to say, Franco got me hooked on this one. Not having cable on my TV, being able just to, you know, get on five by and watch 15 minute clips is amazing. And to take inspiration from David Spinks, I've been obsessed with Crossy Bird, uh, Crossy Roads. Um, <laughs> crossy Birds. <laughs> <laughs> crossy Birds. I'm leaving that typo in there. <laughs> yeah. So my girlfriend got me hooked on this and we kind of compete against each other on, uh, you know, on our scores. So. Um, a lot of people in the show usually talk about just iOS apps, but I'm going to move forward and just talk about Mac apps. Um, on my laptop, I recently got a new 13-inch uh, MacBook Pro, and with getting a new computer, I want to keep it very minimal minimal apps. So right now on my Mac, I have um, Adobe Creative Suite. I have Illustrator and a Photoshop. I've got Sketch, got Slack, got Sublime Text to do some coding. Um, I use SIP, which is a color grabbing tool. It's a really cool app. Um, you know, you just set up a hotkey and you're able to grab any color within the screen. Once again, the standards RDO, Sunrise, and Evernote. And books. Um, I have to say, probably the number one book we have on that are referred to us on Hack to Start is Hard Things About Hard Things. So I decided to pick that book up over the holidays and read it. So far, I'm about halfway in, and I'm loving it so far. Doing a non-design or business book, I'm going to toss out Scar Tissue out there. It's, um, you know, it's, if you're a huge fan about the Chili Peppers, it talks about Anthony Kiedis' life of being a 15-year-old in Hollywood and having your dad as a big-time drug dealer and his upcoming with uh, the band and everything. If, Like I said, if you're a huge Chili's fans, I highly recommend this book. And a book apart... You know, so there's a handful of different books within this uh, brand, but they're small reads, like 200 pages, and it's everything from web design, content design, even some development, too, if I remember correctly. But um, I highly re recommend those uh, series of books. And Franco, um, what about yourself? Like, what do you have on your Android? What do you have on your Mac? And what are some amazing books that you're reading right now? Yeah, for sure. So there's so many, I mean, cool products that I could, that I could talk about. And I mean, I'm always trying some of the latest cool things and just checking it out. Sometimes taking it for a spin for a couple of weeks. Other time, you know, it might get promoted to the front screen, that kind of stuff. Um, but, you know, I'm obviously just on Product Hunt all the time. Just love trying, you know, new products out and seeing how people are taking different spins on, uh, on some old stuff and some new things. But... Basically, uh, now what am I using? Five by, you know, Snapchat, Instagram, um, plug for, for Hype Machine on the Mac. Um, Forever FM is a really super dope uh, site and Android app. I'm actually, I think it might be out on iPhone too. It's actually uh, developed by this uh, fellow Canadian, uh, Peter Sobot. I just follow him on Twitter. We've never actually met, but uh, he's a really talented developer from what I can tell and from the products I've used. Um, so shout out to that guy for making Forever FM. It's really sick. It basically just puts SoundCloud on on loop and just pulls the best remixes and stuff like that. Um, That's amazing. I'm about to check that out. Yeah, right before Christmas, I got a Nest too. So I've been using the Nest app to track, you know, uh, electricity usage uh, in my house and just seeing, you know, what my schedule is like and set things while I'm away. It's really handy way to keep an eye on the house. Um, really nicely designed product. I'd actually heard that. 
you know, it'd probably take you like 15 to 20 minutes to set up. So I'd got it, you know, late one night and I was like, oh, I'll set this up tomorrow, like on Saturday or Sunday, whatever. And then finally I was just like, whatever, I'm too excited. Let me set it up. Honestly, took like 10 minutes was four wires to connect super easy. The, the packaging is just amazing. Like I, I could almost make a, you know, we should make an episode just talking about really good packaging because <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. they have amazing packaging, kind of like the, uh, my phone, as, as Tyler mentioned, I'm an Android user and I've got the one plus one um that was also amazing packaging i mean the phone is amazing the hardware is great but i could i could talk about you know the whole packaging experience um osx apps that most people probably don't know of that i use uh, moo is a uh, markdown editor so i love using that thing also use Dexset to create really awesome presentations it's built um from markdown which is the same language that you know you use to type up blogs on ghost i'm a huge fan of markdown uh, once you kind of get the hang of writing in Markdown, which is just using like, you know, asterisks and, 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 and brackets at the right spots, you can actually type a lot faster. Um, so most of the time, if I'm just, you know, writing out a blog post or, or thinking about stuff, I'll fire up Moo and just write everything out in, uh, in Markdown, which also does most of the formatting, like 99% of the formatting. It's pretty awesome. Um, I'm a huge fan of Chrome extensions. <laughs> I've probably had at some point way more Chrome extensions than anyone in the world and I've had to cut back. <laughs> but some of the essential ones that I love are reportive. Um, even though it's been scaled back a little bit, I think it's still the best one out there. Um, Buffer, absolutely, to share stuff from, from wherever I find it. Pocket, I think everyone you know loves Pocket and, and easily saves stuff there, so I do too. Um, and then Font Ninja, you know, I really like seeing uh, and learning about different kind of fonts, which is something that I, I didn't used to pay too, too much attention to, but I've started to notice over the past year. Uh, and Font Ninja is a really cool way of seeing, you know, what other people are using and, and how they're using it. Um, books, kind of like Tyler said, I think one of the most recommended books on the podcast was The Hard Thing About Hard Things. So I grabbed the audiobook, listened to that a little while ago. Um, I'd read Zero to One back when that came out. That was a really good read. Uh, Think Like a Freak, the guys who did the, the Freakonomics book. That was really cool, um, and uh, and also Smart Cuts was was a really cool book, kind of along the same lines, you know, basically how people just get ahead. Um, so it was really awesome. I'm planning on reading Getting More in the coming year. It's a it's a book about uh, collaboration and and I guess negotiation through collaboration. You know, helping everyone achieve what they want and getting more by doing that. And also the Innovators, which is um, the follow up book. Uh, by um, by the author who wrote uh, who wrote the Steve Jobs biography, so about the people who you know just innovate. So more more along the same lines of of hack to start and uh, and you know kind of the outliers and the people who just go out there and find a way to succeed. Nice. I'm gonna have to add those two to my reading to dos for the year. They sound both amazing. Yeah, absolutely. So the next is what will happen or what will we do to hack to start in 2015? So. I have to say, we have amazing guests coming in the pipeline. Um, I think we're recording our first one of the year, starting on Tuesday. Um, we'll be releasing an ebook, which will have all our episodes drilled down um, into an ebook form, but also allowing the users to listen to the clips within the book. Um, we're going to be onboarding some amazing sponsors that will help bring Hack to Start to the next level. Um, we'll be creating some Hack to Start t-shirts and distributing some of uh, some stickers. Yeah, and I think one of the last things we want to do is, you know, either organize meetups or go out to meetups or, you know, talk to more people through email, through Twitter. I mean, we've already gotten some um, 
some great feedback from a lot of different people. I mean, us, this being our first time creating a podcast and doing stuff where there's a lot of things that we were unsure about, trying to figure out, you know, kind of had a, a sense that people might want something like this. Um, but I mean, we're really creating Hack to Start for other entrepreneurs and, and, and individuals who, you know, want to be inspired by awesome people sharing their stories and sharing their insights. And so, you know, we don't really want this to just be a one-way street. We definitely want to talk to more people, you know, through Twitter, through email, if we can make it out, if we're traveling, you know, Tyler's moving to Toronto. I'm still going to be here in Ottawa, but hopefully moving around a little bit more um, throughout the year. So, you know, if there's anything that comes to mind, if there's anything that you guys listening to the show want to know more about or would like us to do, um, just, you know, let us know, just send a note. Uh, you know, we're, like I said, we're building this for you guys and we want to, we want to know what's up and how we can get better and what else we can do. Exactly. Like if you want to get a, a hold of us at any time, reach out to myself or Franco on Twitter or even email hey at hacktostart.com. Um, we'll be able to reach out. We'll be able to respond with you know within the day for sure. Awesome. Now we need a conclusion. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, yeah. So conclusion wise, I mean. You know, we're really looking forward to continuing Hack to Start in 2015 and doing some more amazing things. Um, and, and I mean, you know, stay tuned because that's all happening super, super quickly as we're already, you know, well into January. Follow us on Twitter at Hack to Start. Send us an email, hey, at Hack to Start or just Tyler and I on Twitter. Um, you know, we both read the emails. So just, you know, give us a shout out. Let us know what's up. And, you know, thank you so much for your support. And, you know, please keep listening and keep supporting us and let us know what we can do to make Hack to Start better for you. Yeah, thanks, guys. Talk to you in the new year. Well, that's about it for this episode of Hack to Start. You can find all the important links beneath the show. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Hack to Start and sign up for our newsletter to know about all the latest episodes, behind the scenes content and more. Thanks for listening and see you next time.